Hello everybody out there in Clicksland and welcome to a very special edition here on Clicksing and I like always am your host Adam. This is episode 122 and we are doing something a little bit different today. We are live streaming on Facebook because why the hell not? Um, we are tackling some more sensitive subjects for this week's podcast so hopefully we don't make too many people pissed off and lose too many listeners. Um, but I and just to interrupt there more, more, more community, less, less political. Like it's yes. more of just hero clicks community and all that. <laughs> but um, what's going lot, on in the real world? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't want to call this the politics of hero clicks, but it kind of is. Um, but we're going to talk about a bunch of sensitive subjects. But we do have the chat going in, so if you do have any questions about hero clicks and want us to answer it, feel free to type it in the chat. Uh, but before we get into all that, let's get into a quick. How was our week? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There are seven days, there are seven days, there are seven days in a week. All right, we don't normally start off with Dan, but he seems like he really wants us to tell us how his week's going, so we're going to start off with him. So, Dan, how was your week? Uh, It's been just not ideal, would be the best way to put it. Basically, I showed up to work today, and... I was supposed to be on overtime, but the problem is I signed. I tried to sign on to my computer today, and it says your account has expired. So yeah, you're I, was little, <laughs> I was I wasn't worried about that, but my first inkling was, oh, they didn't update my paperwork, did they? Because I got extended, and so I, you know, I, I talked to my boss, and I'm like, hey, what do you want me to do? And he's like, well, you can't really do anything, so you might as well just go home. And uh, so I was like. Sure, I'll, I'll I'll at least put my t- ticket in, and I will keep track of it. Um, because that's exactly what happened was they didn't renew my credentials. I would they, they said, "Oh, your last day was Friday, right?" And I'm like, "No, I'm I'm extended until April." So, uh, so you went to your, you went to work without a job today is basically what you're saying. Uh, I guess yeah, it, it, was, it was very interesting. So I did, I was like one of those things where I wasn't upset about it. I was just like. You know, this is a lot of extra work for me, cause, so that's why I'm still at work, because I, I literally came back at 2 o'clock. So I'll oh, be so you went until... back home and then came back. Yep. So you've already much. spent three hours on a bus today. Yeah. So uh, or not, Is it an I'll hour be... there, hour back for you? Uh, Yeah, about that. Oh. It's like 45 It's like forty five minutes when, it, when I can get on the right one. Um, otherwise, it's about an hour. It's not bad. I don't really mind the commute. It's just the... It is a lot of time. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, plus, your, plus your weight in. Yeah. yeah. So. Thankfully, if I can get on the right one, it's only one buck, so I just ride it basically end-to-end, so it's not too bad. No layaways. Nope. All right. Well, glad everything is kind of working out for you. Um, but I'll be here till I'll be fine tonight, so I'll be here for a while yet. And that's why Dan is not on the video right now, because he is at work, just like last week. Um, also, Austin... From Mr. Shermers, the Twitch streamer, he is joining us as well. He's one of our teammates, um, and I thought we haven't had him on the podcast for a while. So, again, why the hell not have him join the podcast? So, Austin, welcome, and how's your week been going? Pretty good. A whole lot of uh, Elden Ring and uh, Witch Queen for Destiny going on. I see a lot of Mountain Dew on the side there. Are you keeping up your energy with all the... (laughs) 
Very long nights. Long <laughs> nights. Work is rough in the morning. Let's just say that. <sighs> uh, and then, but other than that, pretty good. Good. Yeah. And Thank Kane, you. as always, is here as well. Kane, nice seeing you. And how has your week been going? Uh, it's been good, man. A lot. Same with Austin. Like a lot of Elden Ring. I was off all last week, and Elden Ring came out like Thursday night. So I was just on that all weekend. Uh, the rest of the week was good. And then today was my uh, first day of my new job. Pretty good. It was unfortunate because it was a miscommunication for schedules. So I went in. Eight, <laughs> a lot eight of miscommunications seven, uh, for jobs <laughs> yeah. for crew lately. Uh, yeah. Went in 8 to 3.30, right? And then they're like, oh, eight-hour day, whatever. You get off at 4.30. Okay, cool. Oh, actually, you got to work nine hours. You're going to be on a 980 schedule, so you get off at 530. And I was like, oh, okay. So every time I got closer to the, the finish line, it kept being pushed <laughs> out an hour or so. And then I have to make up four hours this week. And so I was going to stay till 630, but I was like, nah, I got to get to the podcast. So I'm out of here. But it was a good this day. This is more important so, than making money. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Um, need, need a little bit of the stress relievers. So yeah. Uh, as for me, I had a three-day weekend. Uh, more did just errands around the house. Um, I reorganized my basement, as you can kind of see with the layout with the back. Uh, I used to have it over here, and then I switched it out in this corner. I got so much more room now uh, compared to the other one. Yeah, you can still see the background. I still have these sexy PVC piping going to our sinks and bathrooms that I have to somehow cover up when we get the basement all done, but that's about it. But I like my setup much better. And yes, Elven Ring did come out. Um, I am not a seasoned Dark Souls fan like some people, but um, just the the atmosphere and the look of it alone is worth the $60. <laughs> like, I, I beat Dark Souls 1, never played Demon Souls. I played most of D, uh, Dark Souls 2 barely scratched Dark Souls 3, never played Bloodborne, and then what was the one where you were like the ninja or the samurai? Oh, Sekiro, yeah, I'd be Sekiro. Yeah, yeah. I've not never gotten Sekiro. that one. It's I mean, they're all basically the same game, but uh, they just yeah. get better and better <laughs> as they go on, and I'm just getting, I'm having fun getting my ass kicked in Elven Ring right now. I'm right there. I'm right there with you. Like, I, I've touched <laughs> Dark Souls 3, and like, that's all I've done. Touch Dark Souls 3. Yeah. Not even got past like the first part, like at all, and then yeah, jumped right into Elden Ring. <laughs> I love so, how in Elden right Ring, the first thing you meet is a like a boss you can't beat. I mean, you can beat I her. Beat him the first, <laughs> yeah, the very first boss. Oh no, the crab thing with the yeah, yeah the no, spider no, crab or whatever. Like the very first yeah. enemy you meet in the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it bad to say that, that uh, I played Dark Souls one, two, three, all their DLCs? A month before this game came out. Uh, well, you had me at no until you said a month, and then I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> was, I've, I've beaten them all before, but I was like, "I want to play them again before the game comes out." So I did. Um, Congrats! But yeah, that had <laughs> a, a lot of time. That is our week, and now we're going to get into some quick news. All right, and the only news I really have is Clixingit-related stuff. So the first one is we had our Patreon last night. Uh, I do it live as usual and gave some cool stuff away. Kane, I think you won again. I just don't remember what you did win. Uh, actually, let's look real quick because I'm in there right now. So Kane, you won the Guardians or the Galactic Guardian Super Rocket Raccoon. So you got oh. yourself. You didn't get the the 
uh, casket of ancient winter's raccoon because I didn't put that one up, but you did get yourself a raccoon. <laughs> Um, he was always a good one I liked back in the day. Uh, and then what I decided on yesterday that is if we can meet a goal of $200 in Patreon this month or next month in a day, March, I'll be putting in an old man Phoenix as a prize. So uh, we, we're at like 116 right now, I think. But if we can get to 200 an old man Phoenix is going to get in the prize pool as well as... Two boosters of War of the Realms, courtesy of Glasgow and the Hobbies. I have a Fast Forces from Professor X. Um, I have an uh, Iron Allfather. What else do I have over there? Um, I have a Shazam. I have a Shazam and a Jesse Quick from The Flash. And then I also have a coffee mug with our logo on it as well. But if we get that $200 goal, we will also put it in Old Man Phoenix as well. Um, all right, so, uh, let's see here. Oh, also, I have finally decided on clicking its next tournament. So, here's what it's going to be. It's going to be a 2v2, so you're going to be in a team of two. And it's going to be called the 2v2 Choose Wisely Tournament. And you know me, I like to set on little twists of our tournament. So, how this tournament's going to work is that, um... When you win initiative, you will either pick map or go first. You will not get both because I think that's going to be a change that WizKids has to make in the near future. So we're going to test it out. So you still get to all your initiative if you're, you know, you're a plus 13 or whatever. But you have to pick either to go first or pick the map. So I think it's going to be a lot less one-sided in that tournament from a lot of teams because, like, um, the big thing I'm seeing right now is Legacy Thanos on Datamine, and he's near impossible to beat because you just can't get to him. Uh, so that's, that's, interesting that, that's interesting that he can actually get on and win map, though, since, you know, Cause he's only, usually... Yeah, I mean, usually he's probably a plus four maybe with that team. That's why I'm surprised he can, get, he can actually win map. Yeah, unless he's playing against another Thanos team. Yeah. Unless, yeah. unless it's a mirror or playing against non-theme. Yeah. Which isn't uncommon, but it's not as common as full team. So. Um, but that's what the tournament's going to be. It's going to be 300 points modern, so you can play whatever you want. But you, if you win initiative, you either check, you either pick the map or you pick the goal first. Uh, it's going to be fifty dollar yeah. entry fee. What's that, Kane? And you're not doing Highlander or Super Highlander. So or we're doing Highlander, but you can't have the same figure on your teammate's team. So if okay. If you and me are teammates, Kane, and I have a black heart, you can't have a black heart. Right. Okay. So yeah. you just can't have like identical teams or the same character on both teams. Right. Uh, so it's fifty dollars a person. I'm sorry, fifty dollars a team, so twenty five per person. The date's going to be April twenty fourth, which is a Sunday. I wanted to push for Saturday, but uh, the store has too many events going on Saturday, so it is going to be April twenty fourth at Gamers Realm in New Berlin, Wisconsin. We can only have ten teams because of the the space in the store, so we can only have ten teams, um, twenty players. I'm thinking of doing like a three-round Swiss and then cut to top four, or maybe a four-round Swiss and cut to top four teams, something like that. Not positive, still working out those. And then prizing is based off ten teams showing up. First place will get a case of Disney+, Plus. second place will get a brick of Disney+, Plus. third place will get three boosters of Disney+, Plus. and fourth place will get four boosters of Disney+. Plus. So that's what I have so far. Still working on some of the details. 
but uh, should be a fun tournament if you're in the area or want to come up to Wisconsin and play with a partner. Um, we'd love to have you up there. It should be a fun time. And I will be having a trophy. I'm actually custom creating this trophy. The, the nice thing about me working at a school with a woodworking uh, shop is I can go there after school and make whatever my heart's content with all the leftover wood. So I'm going to make a custom trophy for this tournament as well. Uh, so pay or be on the lookout for more details on that. I just have to get some fine details about it. Um, let's see here. Okay, so today's podcast, we're going to be talking about some sensitive subjects. Um, like I strap said, in everybody. Strap, <laughs> strap in. Uh, me and Kane kind of talked a little bit after the podcast yesterday about some things, but uh, no one ever seems to talk about really the politics, if you want to call that, of HeroClick. So I thought, why not? Let's piss some people off today um, because they're going to be like, that's me. But um, we're not calling anybody out. We're not naming any names. But I wanted to talk a little bit about the like the behind the scenes of hero click so i did post stuff something that's not talked about yeah stuff <laughs> you like, know what I mean? all, all we talk about is team building i mean who wants to talk about that every week um we'll get back this is also this is also gonna be fun this is also gonna yes be fun. we'll get yeah, back to that um so i posted something on the hero click and collectors page on facebook and we actually got a lot of responses uh so i am taking some of the people's ideas and if you have any comments or questions you want to ask in the chat that I have to the the side of me, let us know and we'll read your answers or answer any questions, stuff like that. So let's go through some of the sensitive subjects I like to call them in HeroClick. So first one is people have a problem with, they think this game is uh, pay to win. Um, who thinks that this game is pay to win? Dan? Yes or no? When we're talking competitive, we're not talking casual, we're talking, you know, you go to a world's tournament um, is it pay to win? No. Hi, uh, Dan. No. Okay. No, Dan. You don't think so? No. Okay. Kane, what do you think? I mean, if we're getting simple yes and no's, I think a yes. That's me. Austin, what do you think? I think at this point, like just with the current state of meta, yeah, just because yeah, okay. Sky Tyrant, Sky Tyrant defines it. Thanos defines it. All, all, all these like big time things define it. So I, I think so. Personally. I would. I would also have to say yes as well. Um, are there some teams that you know commons, uncommons, rares, maybe a super rare that can be competitive? Sure. Any team, any team you put on the map has a chance to win. There's always a saying that I always said a long time ago. Even Leon Harper can beat Thanos in a one on one battle. Thanos just has to roll crit misses every single turn. The, the yeah. probability <laughs> is there. The likelihood of it is not very likely. So any team can really beat any team. But um, So what I wanted to do now, real, real quick. quick Adam, yeah. Adam, real quick, I'm going to interrupt you. Dan, is that is that kind of your reasoning? I'm curious what your reasoning is for a no on this, if you don't mind. What did Adam say? Sorry. Oh, we're, sorry. I'm talking about um, the pay to, on, is it pay to uh, win. The, is it pay to win? Yeah. Why do you, why was, do you no, think it's I'm not pay to win? Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm just, my thought is like, look who just won. It was what Tyler just won. Right. And his team wasn't necessarily a pay to win team. He won with animals, which yeah, maggots a little expensive, but it's not like he just bought the most expensive pieces out there and won the tournament. I mean, he played, he played well, he had a good team, 
but it wasn't necessarily pay to win. And I think there's enough out there that you don't need to buy all the expensive stuff. Like, I mean, Legacy Thanos is like something like, like, yeah, if you were a veteran player and you had him, you probably didn't spend that much money on him. So, like, yeah, people are paying a little more prices now for him. But overall, I don't think he's like, it's not like he's going for like $100 or something. Well, so that- I don't. I don't really think it's pay to win. I just, I, I don't like, yeah, there are obviously pay, figures that are expensive that just do be, do very well, but that's always been the case for Heroclix, but I, I just don't feel like it's pay to win right now. And I think to your point, once somebody finds a figure that works well and they win an event, it does jack up that um, figure's price. Because uh, like Maggots... You know, they were around before Tyler Spees won his tournament at the Clicks Cup, uh, maybe like $30. But once he won and everyone saw just how good – I mean, Maggot was good to start with. But once yeah. they saw how well he did, Maggot jumped to like 50 I think. Yeah, and he's back down to like 35 I think now. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me, let me kind of, I guess, alter my answer a little bit. So I think it's pay to win to an extent. However, the game isn't solely relying on you buying the new set because a lot of the stuff in the past sets are still playable. It's not like Magic the Gathering where you have to have the cards in the new set because the cards in the new set literally change the game and break the game. You know what I'm saying? And they're not coming out with this consistently, except for these most past recent sets because of delays and whatnot. But regularly with how much more you have available to you, I guess it's not as pay-to-play as I like to think. Now that I'm thinking about it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Someone in the chat just says, pay to win to a certain extent. Player skills is a lot more important. The competitive game is still cheaper than a lot of competitive games. Yes, like Pokemon, Magic, all that stuff is way more expensive than Heroclix. But, like, real quick, true. real quick, oh, yeah. let's just price out Tyler Spee's team, like, dollar value. So he had three maggots. Let's just say at the time they were forty dollars. Right there, right? Yeah. So yeah. forty dollars. You're looking at one hundred and twenty dollars right there. He had a spider hammer eye. What do we value spider hammer eye at? He's definitely got, he's definitely gone up since then, and that set's been out of print for a while. So I feel like he was uh, that, that affects like he, his price. I feel like he was either in the same range or slightly lower because he was popular for who it is, but he wasn't necessarily. Um, I'm gonna I think has always been around sixty. I was gonna say sixty-two is a good price for him. Yeah, he's um, always been around sixty. He had so on trolling to good on trolling toad. He's seventy ninety-nine. Okay, that's now. That's, that's now. now. And that's, we're kind of comparing that his value. Yeah, I, but I'm just yep. I'm putting a baseline. Kind of we he, we could say he's fifty dollars right yeah. on a, a second market, whatever. But that's yeah. Let's I just put, say fifty dollars if you really want to. I put him at sixty. I think that's a fair price. There you go. Um, yep. He's that, a chase. Then he had yep. a chip. How much chip back then? Thirty. Still, he's probably around the same. Still thirty. I was going to say 25, 25 is what I was going to say. Yeah, twenty twenty five. We'll say twenty because he doesn't come. He doesn't come with a catcher's mitt. So in order to like make him even more useful, okay. you have to get the but green that's to going to come into play. So then we have to add on the Green Lantern to that yeah. team. So I'll say twenty five and thirty for Green Lantern. Or another might, might be more. I think Green Lantern's a little more than that. Well, let's well, like, yeah, take an argument. Yeah. We'll yeah, just say 30. 30. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he had an Ultra Humanite. How much is Ultra Humanite? He's a super rare 15, 20 bucks? I want to say 15. Bucks. 15. Um, he had two. He had, all of these are super rare higher so far, right? Like, he had Prime High rare. Evo. How much is Prime High Evo oh. right now? 40, 50? 
he at was that about, point, he was probably like 40, 30, 40. We'll say 40. Yeah. Honestly. Okay. He's only gone up now because of how Animal has Adults. gone up. I got mine for 20 when this set first released, so yeah. I was like, yeah. And then I <laughs> believe he had two grods. Mm, that that that's a change right there. That's a couple. That's a big. So change. we'll say that's like seventy each. Honestly, each. So we'll say one forty. Yeah. Okay. So that's just on the field. Now we have to talk about sideline because don't forget about sideline. So he had, I think, three grads on the sideline alone. So that's another two ten. What else are you having on a sideline? You're having Black Trump. Vulcans. Yeah. Vulcan, How much is a Black Vulcan? Brainiacs. So let's say thirty uh, bucks. <laughs> we're gonna stop right there because just I alone <laughs> on his on his team on board and on his three grads, I think it's three grads. We're already at it's backwards, but six hundred and forty dollars. And that's why I said let's just call it thirty because at this point you're already way past the line. You know what I mean? So like, and that's without it, six it, more sideline pieces. And we yeah, have emotional modifier. We have Waldo Arms on that team. I'm I wouldn't. Um, I don't know the right, but you're probably that team is probably between eight hundred and nine hundred dollars. Okay, so my thing, my thing about paying win is that you're you all you have to do is like buy a figure or something like that and it's an auto win. That's not really the case. Like you still have to build a good team and it has to work well together. Pay to win to me is just like it's such a broken piece that you just all you have to do is play it and you're you have a uh, high high chance of winning. Okay. I get I get what you're saying. Okay. I get that. I, um, I unfortunately get, here I, this I, doesn't work that way, just one piece. You have yeah, to have multiple pieces. Yeah. So I get I what you're saying that way too Dan. That's I guess that's, if I'm thinking pay to win, that's more where I sit. I'm like pay to win. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And, and I'll pick it back off that. I'm gonna go on this little rant here. My, for me, pay to win, like it, for this game specifically, it's paying multiple figures that do multiple things. Right, like you ha- to, to even have a chance. That's pay to win for for me in this game. Like for to even have a chance, you have to pay a certain dollar amount to get into the game. Right. And I feel like the problem right now is genuine. Like we talk about Sky Tyrant, right? We just literally pointed out on Tyler Speed's team, his name 640 plus, right? Like, even for a newcomer, like, even to have a chance in this game, you have to be willing to dish out half that amount. And even then, you're probably not at top tables. And to, you're having multiple of the same figure. He's got three maggots. How many, um, like you said, Vulcans, the the Brainiacs, the Grods? Like that's 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 insane. Like for for a person to be shown that and be like, hey, you know, to, this is what the top players are playing. Okay, all those figures equal equal seven hundred plus, six forty plus. Like that's very intimidating. And you know, some other players, like someone mentioned in the comments just a minute ago, um, Adam, that you mentioned. Um, sure, some people have the mentality of get good, right? You can you can you can play with a common and a rare whatever get good. That's the name of the game. Play it. But at the end of the day, like in chess, it's all kind of everybody's got the same board, right? Same pieces, same board, whatever. In this game, that's not the case. And to, and, and you don't know what you're getting. It's in a booster. Um, and if you want to get a second market, you're paying whatever someone else thinks it is. And that and that we can get touch base later, but. That's a problem we currently have in this game, and it does. I, I have the, at least the image of a pay to win 
and, and some dif- uh, uh, definitions of that are different. Like clearly, Dan and I have different definitions of it. Oh, sorry, my dog's playing with the toy. But yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, it's different for everybody, but it's just rough game, really. And I have no idea what like a good deck in Magic or Pokemon costs. Like, is it eight hundred, nine hundred dollars for a competitive deck, or is it more? It depends. Uh, on the Magic, format, it might be. Yeah. But in modern, the most competitive format is I've seen decks go for a thousand plus. Okay. Uh, my, uh, buddy, uh, my buddy plays Magic competitively, and he spends way too much money, like just building uh, one deck. And I'll speak, I'll speak on Pokemon and Digimon. Just throw Digimon in there because I love it. Um, Pokemon, like definitely, you're probably in a couple hundred, like a few hundred dollar range. Um, and, and mind you, we're talking big tournaments. We're not talking like like just locals. We're talking big tournaments, right? Just like we are here in the Hero Clicks conversation. Uh, Digimon, right now it's a newer game. You're anywhere from one to two fifty. And even that's just like promo cards that are not in reprint right now. Um, so yeah, other games have <laughs> my dog's fighting with this toy. Other games have that, um, but I feel like this, with as many pieces and figures are involved, it's a lot more quantity. Um, one little figure, like we just talked about, Maggot is forty five dollars. One card could get to that, but you're having maybe three of that one card, and so. And even then, you don't have that much of that rarity in the deck. So it, it varies, but and I kind of feel like I'm digging my hole here, but uh, it, it varies, and I, I feel like Hero Clicks is a lot more expensive, like in my opinion. And then kind of to piggyback off that pay-to-win subject, we're going to go kind of into our second one, which is the secondary market, which I still don't understand our secondary market. So like, you have a figure like a maggot, who obviously you want multiples of, and it's the same rarity as... Let's just say another hyper competitive, a black heart. Um, I can't find a maggot for anywhere between, or I can find, I can't find a maggot for less than $40, yet I can find a black heart for $25. When it's the same rarity, they're both hyper competitive, and it doesn't make any sense. Or um, I'm trying to think of another super rare that's not competitive at all, but still goes for the same amount of money. Uh, let me just kind of look at. Um, uh, the realms real quick. I'm just trying to think of another. So, or let me, I'm kind of going down a little Let's bit of a rabbit hole uh, here. But like, I'm like, like, yeah, I'm like okay, um, Ultron, not competitive. I mean, to an extent, uh, he's not hyper competitive, but he's still going for like 40, 50 bucks because of who he is. It's not what he can do, it's who he is. Which, you look at a figure like Blackheart, like I mentioned, you can get for $25, and he's on how many winning teams in the last couple months. Or a Flash, that's $70, $60 right now. He has dropped. But, again, he's one that you want multiple of, so that's why people are – there's there's less of a, a quantity out there because people have three of them, not just one of them. And maybe that's why May gets a little bit higher than Blackheart because you don't need two Blackhearts. You just need one. But if you want to run a successful Mega team, you have to have multiples of him. Yeah, and to kind of kind of speak on this, like, because I can go down this forever, but I'll try to keep it quick. Um, the now nah, now nah, I kind of losing track of what I want to say here. Uh, so right, whatever someone puts it at, whatever that's their price. They choose to put it there. If you don't like it, move on. That is kind of the ongoing 
I want to say toxicity, but it's just like that's someone else's opinion. That's that's what they say. You don't like their price, move on. Um, I'll, I'll finish this real quick, Adam. Then you can you can chime in, but because um, <laughs> that that uh, that is enough to trigger a lot of people. People don't like when other people get criticized for their pricing, and I feel like right now where we are is kind of the um, is the uh, uh, the turnout of that, right? Like right now, we're getting this $45 figure because you need three of them. So because you need three of them, I'm going to charge the highest dollar, right? You, you have someone like, like you just said, Adam, Blackheart, $25. You only need one. So someone's like, eh, well, I just want to get rid of it because you only need one. So here you go. And there's not someone going through and, and you know, adjusting these prices all the time. It's just whatever. Oh, I haven't touched this figure in three years. But if you want it, it's going to be $70 whatever it is like you know and other tcgs and and, and all this stuff like and again i'll speak on digimon because that's what i've had my hands in lately their their more expensive cards are promo cards cards you only get so often and, and i feel like with us it's our um it's our uh, commit our con pieces right mm-hmm. those i would understand being more expensive because they're limited di- like they're they're only handed out this certain event whatever mind you they aren't that competitive lately um so whatever that's fine but like those figures i understand being more costly or like legacy figures right like i understand why those cost what they do um but we're at the mercy of, and i don't understand why other people are making those prices so high and i think that is a problem um but yeah adam what were, what were we going to say on that well i was just saying unfortunately it only takes like one or two people to like so like when venom magneto came out somebody put them straight up for two hundred dollars instantly bought and it only takes one or two people to do that and then the ball gets rolling and then everyone's like okay and then the market's just that. yeah okay that's what he's going for that's what i'm going to sell mine at that's what i'm going to sell at, and so forth and so forth um i almost it, wish it, it, real quick i just want to pick it back right off that before i forget it um and, and to my comments about like um you know it's if you don't like the issue move on the price is too high whatever at the end of the day those prices are what they are because exactly what you said, Adam, someone buys it there. Yeah. So as much as I, I don't like it, people are buying it. And we and, and that's what I, I I'll jump off this. But that's my problem right now is that we set the market. Why are we setting it that high when, you know, other people can't play this game without those figures? And like, yeah, anyways, go on. Adam. Well, and I kind of wish that people on Facebook, if someone puts a price that they don't agree with, keep scrolling. You don't have to put a laugh emoji. You don't have to comment. If you don't, if you don't think that one is for you, keep scrolling. There's no reason to make a comment. And for so like, I'm gonna just, I'm not gonna say his name, but somebody posted Prime Wrecker for like two hundred and fifty dollars, and just people just laughed at him, made fun of him. Just you know what? He was getting a feel out there. Keep scrolling. You don't like it, and, but I'll, and part of this is I'm going to say it. Hero Clicks is kind of a, the the good old boys club. We it's a locker room. We like to ragtag on each other. We like to make fun of each other. Uh, if we see something we don't agree with, we're going to comment on it because that unfortunately is the way of the world is right now, especially Facebook. But um, to me, it puts a little bit of negativity on our community, and I don't know about the Pokemon community. Toxicity, yeah, toxicity. You it's don't toxicity. like it is what it scrolling. is. Keep scrolling. Yeah, end of story. And, and that's. And that's fine. And, and I'm right there with you. But if I want to say something to the person, maybe I should just DM them, whatever. And if the price is too high, someone should be able to, to, to say something on that. But don't be toxic. Don't laugh at the emoji. That That's so 
disrespectful. And I've had people do that to me before. Like, yeah. I've posted a figure for 20 bucks, and like, hey, just so you know, that figure is actually worth a lot more. You might want to raise your price. Or I posted awesome. a figure that's too much. Hey, just so you know, he's really not worth that much. I would lower your... Like, someone I just saw on Perfect. Facebook posted he wanted to get the new Spider-Man chase, um, the super rare Thor, Rocket Raccoon, and Prime for, like, 180 bucks. And I just wanted to mess with, like, sorry, like, it's close, but I don't think you're going to be able to get those four figures for that much. And people were putting laugh emojis on there, and, yeah, right, so, like, let's, 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 which let's is, What's wrong with him asking? <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with him asking? He's yeah. just asking. This is what I want. If you want to pay this much, I'll take it. Will you Will you give me this much for the, or, yeah, will you give me this amount of money, or will I give, can I give you this amount of money for those figures? Sorry, yeah. I can't talk right now. Can I give you those this amount of money for those figures? question you don't have to just belittle them you don't have to be you know make him feel uncomfortable make him feel stupid dumb and and understand those are you know he could feel those things that doesn't probably mean what probably not what you're intending to feel but when you put a laughing emoji it's it's kind of that and it might be his first set maybe he just got into this game and okay i like these figures i'll put a price out there and then okay you know what i don't want to play this game anymore because people are jerks um, Edison it, Lee it, on our it, chat a, just said, "Sorry, just Edison Lee. I don't want to give this no, no, credit." Please. Edison Lee on our chat just said, "It makes it takes so much less effort to scroll away instead of leaving a laughing emoji." Yeah, it does. Keep scrolling, rather than Definitely. okay. Let me find that laugh emoji. Up oh, there it is. Click. Okay, moving yep. on. Yeah. Oh, I hit the heart one. Let me switch it back to the laugh yeah. one. You know what I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. If, uh, if you don't like ahead. the price or you have the pieces that this person wants. Make an offer. The worst they can say is no. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, you want I, your son is for 150. I'll give you 115. What are they gonna do? They're just gonna say no. That's what happened with yeah, my no. two prime destroyers. I posted them for this. Yeah. I had two people contact me, offered me a little bit less. I was like, sure, no problem. <laughs> or, or even and, like Anna said, if you message someone saying, hey, that's a little too low. If you have those pieces, confront the person. But hey, your price is a little low. But I'll do it for like 190 or 200. You know, yeah. as an example. There's no need and to. Vice versa. Yeah. You know, do that. That just doesn't make sense. Like I've kindly okay. people who try to underball me, I'll kindly be like, "Hey, sorry, but I, I'm looking for this more than I am for this. If I don't end up getting this, I'll come back to you, but I can't promise anything." You know, I'll yeah. be like that, but I'm never gonna be like, "What the hell kind of offer is that?" No, get away. I'm never gonna do that. Yeah. It makes no sense. And and to kind of take the rein and, and, and put us onto the next subject, Adam, if you don't mind, nope. is how like with that? Like I feel like, oh my gosh, my dog. Uh, I feel like that does not open the door for new players, right? I feel like right now we haven't got to a point where this is a new player friendly game, and especially with the market, right? We just talked about all this stuff. How much when you when a new player says, "Oh, I want to play," cool. Um, it, oh, I want to play competitively. I want to play my. What do I do? Well, hey, to the most competitive game, uh, uh, team that just won six hundred forty plus dollars. All right, cool. See ya. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, like that's yeah. super intimidating, super not welcoming. And then you, and then you introduce the Facebook pages, right? The communities, the the, <laughs> the, 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 yeah, exactly. Then you introduce that stuff, and then we talk about this kind of toxicity, these laughing, these things. Like once you start, someone posts this, hey, I would love to try to get this, this, this for this much because, well, they don't have to say I'm a new player, but let's say they are a new player, they don't say that. Well, then they get a laughing emoji. They get someone saying you're crazy, you're stupid, blah 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 blah. Why would why would that person want to play in this community? Yeah, and I, I, I yeah, and, and, and I would love to hear. Uh, I don't know how, how how many we got in live chat, but especially from live chat or um, just later on the post, or even from our uh, from 
us right now talking about it, like, I don't know where we can improve. Because, I, I mean, you can simply just say, stop being toxic. But how many people are going to do that? You know what I mean? Like, and then they're going to rip on you. <laughs> don't yeah, tell me yeah. what to Which, do. For me, I'll yeah. take it. I don't care what people say. Like, I'll take it. You can talk crap all day. I'm still me. You know what I mean? But there's other people that aren't like that. And, and, I, and don't get me wrong. I'm super sensitive. Like, we talked about... We talked about um, the Florida event, right? I feel like, you, Adam, you mentioned it, it being the good old boy club. Like, when you get to a Florida event, and again, I'm not dropping names, no nothing, but when I was there, no one looked, no one approached, no one said hi, no one nothing. I only person I knew was Adam. I hadn't even met him yet, right? Me, Adam, he's got a couple friends, and then, <laughs> hi, dog. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, sorry, my dog popped up and scared me. <laughs> I sent him in my camera. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, so like those people weren't approachable. They weren't happy. Everybody was just in their own team. Everyone was laughing, don't get me wrong, having a good time, but they were all in their own circles. I look around at these tables and like one bunch, a different bunch, and like no one was no one was actually in a tournament yet, but everyone's all in their own groups and not like, you know, was, not a community. Was, and not it a, was the high school cafeteria. Exactly. Everyone was in their Thinking own groups. better myself. Um, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I just wish. I just wish. I don't know where. Again, I don't know if you guys know an answer or opinions. I don't know where this can be better and more approachable for new players. It's, I, I, I have this huge issue at my my venue, my my local that I go to. Sometimes I don't really like the, the judge there that much, so I don't go. But there's this player who takes every tournament, whether it's Silver Age, Golden Age, and every chance he can to play something meta. And then when someone has something better than him, he just scoops. Right. He, does, he doesn't go for. He doesn't go first, and he just. No, I'm not, I'm not playing. He just throws a big old fit. Um, when he's wrong, he throws a fit, and, and the, it's like it's like that, that's not going to welcome a new player. It's like a new player actually comes up and just happens to be beating them or having fun and asking questions, and they're going to be an asshole about it or just scoop and not even play the game with them. Like, how is that going to welcome a friendly player? How's that going to welcome someone? That's not. It's going to push them away. Right. And to a lot of people, be like, "Oh, that's that guy. He's got a problem. He's got a problem." There's a lot more than just that one guy in this game. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> this isn't the first time I've encountered something like that. This is just what I'm dealing with locally here while I'm here in San Diego, and it's probably I'm probably gonna find someone else when I go back to Michigan too. There's probably gonna be people when I go to the the Clixnet or not Clixnet, um, the Kilted Classic event in Indiana. It's just unfortunate, but. You don't have to play every game. Well, okay, Kilted Classic's a little different. That's an actual big yeah, event. Yeah, that's but, an actual big event. You know, so. But lo- yeah. the local events, if it's 500-point Golden Age, like, sure, play your big piece if you want, but, like, who cares if you win or lose? You're just going to get some monthly OPKLE that was from four months ago anyways. Just have fun and enjoy the tournament. That's what you're there for. And, yeah. I, and I feel like, especially, especially, and interrupt me anytime if you guys want to want to talk, because I feel like we're taking the mic a No, that's, that's the point but, of this uh, one. We were talking about sensitive subjects and... Uh, the more we talk about this and get it out there, I think the better. Right, and that's what I was going to say is the more it's aware, almost like right? an, I, especially, and that's why I put that meme for this is the first rule about Fight Club is don't talk about Fight Club. Like people yeah. know this is a problem, but nobody talks about it because they're afraid yeah. that they're going to be outcasted and they're like that. Said I, I don't want this episode to piss people off, but I'm sure it's going to piss off some people. Hmm. And that's why I'm going to say what I'm going to say now is it, you want to be more aware, right? And it, it, the only you can't change anybody else but yourself, right? And if you know this toxic person, if you are this toxic person, be better. Do something about it. You know, not physically. I'm talking about change yourself. Be positivity. You know, and, and we talk about these little local local meetups. That's where it starts. Those local meetups is where you get new players. 
those local meetups is how you practice the game, introduce the game, etc. Then when you get to these bigger events, then you, then hopefully by your positivity, you have more positivity around you, and that affects those other communities. And then when you guys get to these big events, it's a big old party that everyone knows each other. Adam, you mentioned how when you start doing podcasting and playing online is when you started learning more about these other like players, um, PJ, um, Tyler, etc. You know, it's it would be awesome that you know you put yourself out there, you introduce those people, you meet them, you have that relationship. It would be awesome that other people do that. And it's not just these big names. You know what I mean? It's the little Joe Schmo, someone like myself who doesn't know anybody. I can walk in, everyone's welcoming, and we can we can move forward. And you know, I, now I'm welcome to the community type of thing. Yeah, I, think- I actually have some experience with that. When I first got here, and I, before I started playing at Majestic's events, like, you know, Majestic's is a pretty big time, like, they're competitive Bronze Age. Like, that's what they do. That's the gist. That's their own format that they made, and they do. I went up there for my first one expecting to be, like, you know, just out in the corner, whatever, doing my own thing, but Pat and all of them are, were super welcoming. Like, they were really nice about it, and I felt like, oh, cool, I can actually talk to these people and actually enjoy it in a competitive mindset, too. So... And that's that how you cool. draw in new players. Uh, we have a new player, not a new player, I think. I can't remember what he was. I think he used to play and then hasn't played in a while. But, you know, um, a lot of, I always say a lot of, and it's such a bad habit, but when a more competitive player is playing a new player and they're taking forever because they don't alert, know the turns, they get frustrated. And to be honest, they're not too nice to that guy. Because then it's like, okay, now I'm going to kill your team because you you know, messed up your first term or you took forever or you asked a million questions and now I'm just going to make you kind of pay for that. It's not a new player-friendly game. Uh, once we start quitting or dying off, there's nobody on the bench that's going to take over for us. So, like, we are the life force of this game and once we leave, yeah. the game leaves. Basically. That's literally how it is. Yeah. Um, and- yeah. I'm a huge advocate for whether it's a new player or someone's obviously like, like struggling a little bit. I'm a huge advocate for reminding them on things or giving them a little guidance. Like, hey, if you go here instead, you'll actually be able to do what you're trying to do. Yes. Or I'm a guy that's like, hey, you have super senses, you have impervious, you have shape change. Yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm I'm not gonna be. A, it, 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 if I miss it, I miss it. I'm, I'm, I can only do so much. But if I'm right. noticing like, hey, you have shape change, well, your shape change before I even roll my attack, and we'll go from there. Yeah. Or if I roll my attack and then they, I, I remember the shape change, but not destroy your shape change. And if, if it goes, it goes. Like it is what it is. If you're if you're on a competitive, just to just talk from my own experience. If you're a competitiveness and you are like, well, I shouldn't be responsible. Give someone a second to roll their shape change. You know what I mean? Like that's give them too, a time too, yeah. to you know, like okay, hey, you know they have shape change, so you just wait a second. If they don't say anything, okay, sure. But again, I'm right with Austin. Like I'm the guy who's like, are you gonna roll your shape change? Oh no! Okay, I'll roll my dice. Oh yes, and I, okay. And I'll even you know what do I mean? That if I'm losing in a competitive mindset, it doesn't matter. Like it's just yeah, it that's just how the game is supposed to be. It's not meant to be. I mean, you're you're fighting against each other, but you're not physically fighting against each other. There's no reason you should have a right. like a, a bad quarrel against the person unless you've actually had a personal issue with them. I, I just remember my, one of my one of my first competitive games. Someone did that for me where they just paused for a second. I was like, oh, shit, change because he knew I was newer and he asked me at the beginning of the game how long you've been playing, etc. And it's that type of thing where like give give someone a chance. You know, not everyone's going to be like us where it's like, hey, shape change. Like it's your responsibility as a player, and I get that. But like also again, be that kind of influence, be that positivity. You know, be what you want to be type of thing. Where we say Adam say also, and I've I've ran this in the past. Not in a while. I don't remember who it was, but. You know, you're thinking about attacking somebody, 
Like, okay, I'm going to attack um, Venom. And they quick go, shape change! Well, I got it. Well, no, I wasn't sure. Well, I rolled my shape change. You already declared the attack. Like, they roll it as soon as you say it because they know that, like, there's no takesy backsies at that point. Which, yeah. you, they're probably antsy. They want to play. They all this, but again, there's that toxicity. There's that, that, that. Um, negativity. Yeah. I don't always have to say toxicity, but that's a negativity that we're talking about. All right, let's move yeah. on. Uh, let's talk a little bit about someone mentioned on the Facebook consistently changing the rules. So I don't think they consistently change the rules. I think it's every two years. That's been, it, was four, it was four. It was four years? The last update was 2017 with Mighty Thor, and then this one was 2021. And it was 2020. Or, no. When the purple, the pink powers were added in uh, Wolverine and the X Men, right? Yes. If I remember correctly. Yep. So, I mean, that was the first rule change since what? Icon's hypersonic change? Just with the addition of the new powers? So, I mean, we don't get rules changed that often. I think it's more just recently because I they're think... trying to gear the, gear the game in a different direction. Well, and I don't think it's so much the rule changing, it's the uh, I mean, amount of rules that got changed. Because the game that we know it, that we played a year ago completely is a different game, it feels like. Because no pushing damage and no knockback and all the things like that. And I really don't have a problem with the rule changing myself because a game has to evolve in order to stay relevant. Unless you're chess. <laughs> then you're just the same as always. But you yeah, can't and play... That- and with You have to change the rules to keep people interested in the game. Because you can only make the same Thor how many times. And I get that. But the game's already so complicated. Oh, am I lagging? Yep, you guys nope, hear you're, me? St- you're still here. Right, you're good. Oh, okay, <laughs> I heard Adam say something. That was- Anyways, so um, God, now I lost my train of thought. Gosh darn it! God, you're Adam, st- say the last thing you said two seconds ago. Um, I don't remember to be honest. Exactly. Um, <laughs> oh, I just said you can only make the same Thor so many times in a row. Oh, um, so that's my point. Is like this game is already complicated, right? Then you want to change the rules. And then someone who's, like, learning it, and it's like, oh, it's not, they haven't left because a lot of people leave right when they get overwhelmed because this game is super overwhelming at first. Um, let's say they stay, and then you change the rules again. It's like, oh, that's frustrating. Yeah, and you say every two year, four year, whatever. That's okay. That's the rules. Now you're not talking about introducing mo- new mechanics as far as rally die, all this other stuff, right? Like... Um, tarot cards, team abilities, exactly. Team of card, all that stuff, right? Like that stuff already is overwhelming. That's that. That to me is probably what someone's talking about. But that to me is what's changing the rules, adding new mechanics and stuff. I know are just mechanics, but I can understand why those could also be interpreted as changing the rules because that is now part of the game. You might not see them, or maybe they'll come back later. But that is now part of the game. To me, that is now adding a new rule to the game. So I can see how that's super overwhelming and frustrating <laughs> yeah listen but, i don't mind yeah and it, and really and this happened has happened to me several occasions they have made a rule change i have bitched about it for a month or so and then i just move on and i'm like you know what it's not that bad of a rule change anymore like i hated the fact when they got rid of indomitable and pushing damage and stuff like that but now it's part of the game i've moved on i don't mind it anymore P- people so, don't people so, don't like change people are comfortable yeah when they know how to play something and that's it but when change happens it's scary it's okay now i have to learn this and i have to learn that 
Uh, and that's, I mean, that's the best way I can summarize it. People hate change. Yeah. Now, to, to, to ask this to everybody then, sorry, my dog loves attention. Um, so to ask this to everybody is, what if the game didn't change anytime soon, let's say, let's say five years, let's put a clock on it, five years, right? Well, hang on, let's if take it a game, step further. If we never sure. introduced traits and white powers and they still had standard powers on their dials, who would still be playing this game? No, <laughs> not, not at all. I'm surprised. Uh, don't worry. I like the vanilla dials sometimes. Like sometimes it just it just fits really well with the points and with the the rarity or something. But it's not like that's just not realistic. You're just going to be a boring same game. Like just, you're a same Superman piece every set. Who's hypersonic super strength for every and four damage something. You know, like maybe a few variations, but. There's only so many combinations you can do at that point. And really, the and, only and maybe, change they would have made was they would have made uh, figures cheaper. Yeah, yeah. To, the power creep just would have been would still happen. Just not power creep. More yeah. vanilla. Just nothing special about the figures besides lower points. Yeah, and, and I get it, right? Like Dan, you touch. I think Dan, you touched base on this, but I, I get it. You got to make this thing newer. You got to keep reinventing. I get that. But this game as it is right now, especially we're talking about like adding new players and how overwhelming that is, etc. Like if this game could stop and not change mechanically, it sure give me new figures, give me new these things that like give me team up card again, whatever that they already have, like stuff that's currently in the game. If you re uh, re um, introduce that stuff, that's fine. But the game as it is, if it can stay like this for another anywhere well, 10 years is a lot but five to five to eight years right like i feel like maybe give the community a chance to grow or to increase in its player base when you're always changing the rules before player base can grow then there's no point in the game itself like you just don't give it a chance to breathe you don't give it time to develop you know the players as well right you don't give them a chance to breathe develop etc um then i feel like that's a problem but yeah um, next subject we're going to talk about, and we've kind of been talking a little bit about this, but it's, and this is what kind of started this whole podcast is when Kane and me talked about this afterward. It's just, this game is being kept alive by players that hate it. There is, there's so much complaining in the community. Um, and Dan kind of touched this subject, but it's like power creep happens. People complain about it. People complain about it. Power creep doesn't happen. People complain about it. A new set comes out. Doesn't have the figures we want. People complain about it. New set comes out. It has the figures we want. People complain about it. <laughs> like, again, I'm not trying to call out anybody, but, like, I love Calder Ness. He makes great videos. He's hilarious. But he, like, if you watch his newest video, he's, like, taking hammers and shotguns and everything to new boosters of the new war of the realm set and i just and like his um what it is his pitch meetings if you guys have ever watched those ones you've ever watched a pitch meeting by calder ness oh my god they're hilarious oh i saw it on my feet. they're so oh, yeah, good I and i love his videos but again i wouldn't necessarily call that complaining oh, but I, I just feel like we so many people hate this game, yet they play it. I mentioned this last. It's like an abusive relationship. We hate it, but we keep coming back to it, and we'll make fun of it. And then when someone disses it, we defend it. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, we, and, we don't and, know and how I, we feel about this game. 
<laughs> it's a love hate relationship, it right? It's not to- it's a toxic relationship. It is. That's what it is. It's a toxic relationship. Uh, it, it's I wild, right? My Go ahead, Austin. Thing Go ahead. That I would complain about with power creep is that it just it just looks like there's no real formula to their actual like yeah. giving points to things. Because there, there used to be I, back in the day, yeah. but now you have yeah. like. Again, we talk about this guy. We should just call it the Sky Tyrant podcast. Like, where's the math in Sky Tyrant? We really should. Like, I literally want to talk to the developing team that made this guy and say, where did you get 50 points? Yeah, I mean, even 75 to 60. I think 60 would be still too too low. 75 is probably just right. I mean, it's just, just right. But sixty would be just like Devenom, right? Oh, no, Where like Devenom doesn't do as much as Sky Tyrant, so like and sixty 60 feels like a little yeah. too low. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's still too low for Sky Tyrant being sixty, but like that's the kind of idea where sixty is just that awkward number. Um, Seventy five, then it's like okay, that's your center of your team type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he is though. He is the center of most teams. He's always the one going in doing the damage, 50 points. And, the attack. <laughs> and, and he's and not the unique. Fact that he's only fifty points and not unique. Like what? Yeah. Like, the, Sorry, I don't know just, if I'm lagging for, a little bit. No, you're not. For example, like the Wonder Woman chases. Like you've got Sky Tyrant, you got Commissioner, you got Scarab. All really good pieces. Those three specifically. But then the next few sets after that, what chase is compared to those? None. I mean, none of them. In that, none of the chases really compared to those. In that same set, you look at the Chase Supergirl yeah, exactly. at 175 points. You get what running shot, psychic blast, eighteen impervious, impervious four damage, four damage for a hundred yeah, for hundred and twenty five points more. Um, Peter Marshall in our comments just said the change of the formula is basically where all figures ends in zero and fives. That's the new formula, and then they just decide. which is which is fine because it makes team building easier. Much easier. I remember back in the day <laughs> when there's seventeens and thirty eights, yeah. and yeah, like you actually had to get your yeah. calculator out and do the math right. Yeah, which yeah. is which I don't mind the zeros and fives. I, I really don't. But there's just no consistency with chases. Like it just makes other chases not worth anything. Like why would you even get that besides for collecting purposes? So and like someone mentioned that in our comments, why is a Venom Magneto two hundred dollars when a Deadpool of the same rarity is going for thirty, forty dollars? Hmm. And yet some of the super rares in that set are going for more than some of the chases. I will okay, say I'm so, not expecting every chase to be the best thing ever. No, but every chase yeah. should still fit the the rarity that it's given. Like the right. like yeah. the newest set, uh, the 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 Doctor Strange chase does not feel like a chase at all. Well, and that and that's where that's where I go. Okay, so make other figures competitive, stronger, better. Make a common, a rare, an uncommon. You know what I mean? Like make those better. If you're gonna give me a chase, that's cool comic book accurate like he doesn't do anything cool that's fine give me something else that's you know again we talk about secondhand market maybe a rare still 45 dollars. i don't know but like you know give me something like that kind of balance out the 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 power power creep right like balance it out you know spread it amongst the rest of the set instead of just making a chase all six chases incredibly broken you know what i mean like rare surfer were the last rares i believe that were worth anything yeah, like well, at least worth up, upwards of thirty. Surfer and who? Yeah, the Shazam. Shazam. One that really but that's into. because of who they were, not what they could do. Well, they I don't know. Still... I think Billy being able to turn into Shazam was pretty good. No, yeah, they, they weren't good, but 
I'm just saying it's also because we haven't had a surfer in forever. Oh, that's okay. What, yeah, okay. That's surfer, what drove him up. And then okay, we didn't really yeah. have a Shazam for a while either. Like an we didn't act, have a good Shazam. So, a good Shazam. I'm going I'm to interrupt here. I want to get back to the main main thing of it all was like this the, the how this game is in a love-hate relationship. It's in a toxic relationship. Right, we just talked about Sky Tyrant. As soon as we brought that subject up, we went to Sky Tyrant. Yep, <laughs> and, and, which we always do on this. You show. know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. We always do on the show. But my point is, I don't know where the issue stemming from. Right? We talk about toxicity, the community, etc. We talk about the secondhand market, all this. Now, this this frustration, this um, conflict, is this coming from? the community or from WizKids, like the game itself. Like again, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to name drop WizKid, whatever, but like coming from the game, right? They make the figures, they make us have to react to it, right? They don't have to react to it, but you know what I mean? Like we react to it because they make this figure. Like, is the problem us or is the problem the game? And I, I ultimately like we talk about how this game is on the good old boys club. We talk about how once these once us go away right the community the, the the base set that is now this game goes away this game's not going to survive based off that comment right like this game doesn't have long to live if it keeps up what it's doing and again uh, i'll ask the question one more time is the problem the game or the community i think it's the fact that and just a couple of comments here peter marshall said make all figures competitive viable i don't think that's possible hmm so I don't. So what I'm, I guess what I'm getting at the the formula thing is is if you're going to make Deadpool a 75 point chase or 150 point chase, make him still usable and viable for his specific uses, and maybe make it good for a team that needs the help more than make him just viable for everything. Yeah. I guess. So it's like, like uh, Doctor Strange for example. What does he do for Mystical or his teams? Like nothing. He has no moving attack. He's twenty five points with twelve attack, two damage pensai. That doesn't that's not gonna get you anywhere. He's a fourteen attack mind control that can see single target and doesn't single ignore target. anything. Uh hindering. It doesn't ignore he ignores hindering. Oh hindering, okay, yeah. hindering. But when you can play I believe let me let me double check myself before I you know, say I'm wrong. Hold on. Um while you're doing that, Miles Kane says rarity shouldn't decide the playability for meta. If they actually yep. made it yeah. equal throughout the meta, would be there would be more than just the top five teams, which is and that, that's monster X Men, uh, animals. You can stop there. Fantastic Four. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. that's about it. Yeah, and, and and to the earlier comment about how make every piece competitive, like like I get that, and I'm right there with you. Uh, it's kind of to Austin uh, or to the Miles um, King comment you just made, like a hundred percent. But I understand that this game isn't ever going to do that, and if it did, no. cool. Like make make rares, commons, and uncommons um, uh, more playable. Um, but the thing is, it, sorry, I'm getting distracted. Um, anyways, Austin, Adam, take over. <laughs> um, the funny thing was, was we were there. I would say what, you do you do early, early twenty was it twenty twenty or twenty nine, whatever CAV came out, because everybody felt like that was power creep. They gave you exactly what you just said. Was most of the commons, most of the commons and uncommons were really playable. Yes. Oh yeah, no, that set was. I thought that set overall was 
huge play of the year. Yeah, so, we, we had, yeah, and it worked really had, well with Illuminati as well because a lot yeah. of the Avengers working together there. Yeah, was it really a power creep? Yeah, but that's that gave us what what you're asking for is everything was playable. So, or the, I would say the majority of the set was playable in some sense. That, I'd say that, almost all. I mean, most of the super rares are really not that bad from the set. I mean, no, the chases are still really good. So yeah. it's just, it's just they're not so the new sorry. Hotness. They're new, not the new hotness, so people aren't looking for them anymore. I think what set are you talking Man about? Is probably the Captain only America. chase that's not playable to okay. today. But even then, Absorberman is still pretty good because he has Invincible, so he can't one shot him. That needs ten clicks long. That and he's ten clicks long, and can recover pretty nicely if you're around the right kind of terrain. And maybe a Wrecking Crew team could be viable with him now with the new Prime Record. You never know. I mean, you never know. Yeah, I mean the then the, the, the what is it the legacy the, cards the legacy card yeah yeah That's they all cool. have what WWE so they're hard to, you just can't shoot at them yeah I mean you just body block with those two in front of Absorber Man they can't even shoot them to begin with unless but, they are characters but basically the fact is have fun with the game it's not meant to be taken seriously I really yeah. didn't get into or know the competitive click scene and all that until the pandemic happened and then I you know got out of the roll 20 and started uh, knowing about more of the competitive players I was a more casual person but I just wish people would just enjoy the game more and stop complaining because complaining is a lot easier and and that's for everything complaining is a lot easier to do than to praise something or stand up for someone or stand up for something <laughs> If you, you know don't I mean? like, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Yep. Yeah. And I, I, I genuinely, I do enjoy the game. I do wish me more people could enjoy the game. And at the end of the day, it is a game. And don't get me wrong, Stoppy. Nobody I likes like, to lose. It doesn't matter I, what. Yeah. If 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 you're in, if you lose a coin flip, part of you deep down is pissed off that you didn't call heads. Rather than well, that's like a lot. Of, a lot of people like the game, but there's we have such a wide spread of what they like the game for. Yeah, yeah, so it's, 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 variety. That's true. It's it's hard to please everybody. It's just that's always going to be a struggle. That will, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sure like they're trying to give everybody a little bit of everything, but that's all like that's the one nice thing is there's a very wide variety of people that like to play the game. Like, you have your collectors. You have just people that just like to play because it's like the whole reason I got into the game was they. I like the complexity of the game, so I I don't necessarily like the dumbing down. I don't mind the change of things. Like a lot of the changes, or at least I was, I've come around to a lot of the changes. But I got into it because it was complex. My my friend described it as it's chess with superheroes. I'm like, okay, I already like chess. Yep. You're introducing something else that I enjoy. This sounds like a good time. It was introduced to me as chess with steroids. Yeah, chess with superpowers is how it was. Yeah, chess with superpowers. And, and, yeah. And Adam, or not Adam, Dan, you're, 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 I'm right there with you. I get it. And maybe because the chess is already such a niche game, like your audience is very limited already there. So when you get that type of audience into this game, then you know what I mean. Like you're, you're already um, honing into a specific audience. Um, but I, I, I do. <laughs> I guess I understand that, but like with the IP that they have now and how popular the IP is, I at least on the I, I, okay, I still feel like DC has a pretty good fan base. Like they're they're very loyal. I feel like the DC, like people that like DC characters are very loyal, and with yes, that yes, and, we are. and how and how large Marvel's gotten as far as just the IP, all you have to say is like characters based on characters you know, such as yada yada yada, 
and I'm sure people could figure it out. And so I like yeah. I, that's the thing I always like. I know how big Pokemon is, and Pokemon's huge. Like I get that, but I just, I'm like with how much of a tidal wave comics and stuff have come to the forefront or in like other media through like the movies and TV shows and everything. I'm just really surprised that they haven't been able to capitalize on that at all. It's my thing. Like I mechanically, I wish they would just stop changing things. Right. And then allow it to breathe so that more I mean, players can, can come in and real quick. I'll, fin- I'll finish real quick. And my thing is, is that I what I don't know what it is. I'm right there with you. I don't know what it is that needs to be changed. So that again, these people who like Marvel, like DC to come in um, when you get movie sets, I feel like that's kind of it, but like, that's the right note, but something is missing in this game so that makes what, it appealing to new th- players. Why do you think? How, or, okay. Okay. I guess my question is, why do you think they're changing? Like, Tell me why you think they're changing things so frequently because they haven't really changed things that often, at least in terms of like when they last made major rule changes to now. What do you mean? I don't. I don't think I understand. You said that they keep changing things, and my right. point is they haven't really changed things that often. So I like. I'm asking you, like, explain to me I'm, what you mean by that, then, because they haven't changed things that frequently. Again, what I mean by that is the mechanics into the game. I'm talking about like team ups. I'm talking about rally dies. I'm talking about stuff like that. I feel like we've been getting a lot more of that. The sideline, like, well, sideline has kind of been a thing, um, but still, it's it's that stuff. Trouble alerts, the you know, all that type of stuff. I feel like a new mechanic. Almost every other set, if not every set, has been introducing a new mechanic. That's where I start I think, talking about change. And I said this earlier. I that's think what they're I mean just trying to keep change. the game fresh because, like. They're just, like, yeah, they did change a lot of the rules, but I feel like, again, probably some of this other stuff was already in place, so they didn't just want to abandon it because they had design time into it. And, I mean, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. And just to push you, Dan, because you're Dan and you and you can take this, but I feel like you're defending it at that point. Right? Because it's, like, like it's a rational thing that they'd have to discuss anyway. Like, oh, yeah, we have, you know, such and such amount of hours into all this. And do we really want to abandon it as a business model? No. But then you keep just adding sticks on uh, uh, chips on top, and like at some point they're going to fall over. You know what I mean? Like I get it. Like you're trying to make things better, trying to make it brand new, but like you're not working on the issue. You're not working on the core issue, the core problem. You're just trying to slap something new on it and make it look prettier, even though it's the same. I mean, but most this of sounds horribly add, negative. But poor, most of the games, add, I would say, most games that have been around a decent amount of time add a lot of. Or, like, add new mechanics, new things, stuff like that. I mean, hell, Pokemon adds stuff, like, a few times a year. At least... I, but that, that I want to go... Because I was just about to touch base. Because I don't know exactly... Like, when I think back on Pokemon, their rules and everything's still the same. The only thing they do is change the card from a GX to a, 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 a VMAX. But it's all the same thing. It's the same mechanic. The mechanic's still there. It's still the same. I don't know anything that's new in Pokemon as far as mechanically. You still have the new cards and new everything, but mechanically, I I don't know what's different. even if not even if not even if Pokemon's not the best example. Magic does that; they introduce new mechanics with new with like with the new card packs or whatever. Aren't those all, different formats? Yeah, or anything else. Like if a new set comes out and they've got a new race of creature or something like that that does something different. I mean, there's. And mind you, we're talking about popular games that can afford to to experiment and branch out. I feel like right now this game can't do that. 
and that's why I'm talking more. Take the take the Pokemon route with stop changing things. And again, I'm talking more mechanics being introduced, and just let this game give a chance to get people in. And if it doesn't, then this game's going to be where it's at right now, and it is what it is from there. But I mean, I feel like they did that from like what 2013 to 2018 or 19, where there wasn't. And like incredible, like a lot of things were the same mechanic over and over within a set. Like you had either shifting focus or something relatable to that. You didn't really have. Um, That's when I joined <laughs> around that time, I think. Um, yeah, and I feel like at that point again, like being joining around that time, I feel like that was when it was more consistent for me. Um, we didn't get as cool figures, right? Like. Again, I was still complaining about why these figures look the way they do. I want better molds, etc. I was still complaining. And you said earlier, can't please everybody. I get that. They are improving. They have improved. I want them to learn from these improvements and apply it to the future. And, and I'm also talking about the community too, right? Like, it's conversations like these we need to have. These rants, these, these not rants, but uh, rants, conversations, conversations these these conversations right like me and dan maybe not right now on this conversation on this topic or don't agree but we're not hating each other we're not toxic and fighting being negative about it it's conversation and that's one <laughs> thing people the last couple of years have forgotten it's okay if someone disagrees with you yes. yeah, you exactly. don't need to be like well you you disagree with me we're not friends anymore <laughs> We've gotten to this and point where if you, you don't see my point of view, and we're going a little off subject, dangerous territory. Yep. But yep. yeah, if you don't agree with my point of view, we can't have a rational conversation anymore. Yeah, and that's all. Yeah, and you, know, and you know the yeah, we'll leave it there. You know the conversation is what it is. We'll leave it there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, let's get on to some hero click ethics or player ethics. Uh, one thing I know a lot of people. There you go. I was saying a lot of people. People have a problem with is being asking to look at the dials in the back of cards. Now it is part of the rule. Ooh. It's not cheating by any form because it states in the rules that you can look at the back of someone's cards. I don't like to do it. I feel dirty when I have when I do have to ask. Because, but it is part of the rule. What are your guys' opinions on being able to look at them? Because it used to be they just put them on the back of cards, which, again, I didn't like, but then I liked because then I could just look at the card and not have to break out the figure and go click by click by click to see what they have. Um, but it was for your own personal use. Your opponent couldn't do that. But, I don't know, a year or two years ago or however long ago, they made it viable that anyone could look at the back of your cards. Um, yeah, I feel, I feel like it should have stayed at you can look at the back of your card, but nobody else can look at your card. Because, I don't even like that, to be honest. I mean, that was just a nice ease of use thing. As like, oh, I'm not used to this figure yet. What am I looking at? That's. I think that was the thing. Is like because obviously someone that's like more seasoned, like a you or a PJ or something or whatever, is gonna know. Oh, okay, yeah, if he's on click three, he'll probably have like this powers. I might not know the stats off the top of my head, but. Um, you know, he'll have this. But someone that's new won't know that off the top of their head, so having that on the back for something that they can reference in the game of, like, oh, what? Or that way they don't have to pull the figure off the board immediately, and they're like, oh, what click number is he on? Oh, he's on that click number. Okay, so he'll have these powers. Um, something, something like that. I don't like... The whole thing is, you're clicking the dial, and it should be unexpected. I feel like that was part of the game in general, was... 
the unexpectedness of things happening unless you obviously took the time to memorize a figure or be, or the figure became really prevalent so you just understood what you were dealing with. But that's that's my take on it. I just don't think... It goes against what I think the spirit of the game was. So being able to just look on the back and make it all predictable and be like, I'm just going to hit him to click three and then I have to do two damage here and then another three damage here and he's dead. Yeah, and to be clear, we're not talking about... I like the idea of having the dials on the back. It's just the point of... Can I see the back of your character's card? Okay, so I need to hit him for four to kill him. Okay, so how can I do that? When, back in the day when I used to play um, original clicks, you just took a guess. Especially when you're, like, dividing damage. Now you know exactly what you need to do. And that's a lot more... uh, What's the right word? Um, I don't like it for kill and keeps. Because now I know exactly how much it is to... Or not kill and keeps, uh, battle royals. Because yep. now I know exactly how much to deal to a certain person or things like that. But, uh, Austin, do you like it that people can look at the back of your character's cards when you're playing them? I don't really care, to be honest, whether they look at it or not. I mean, if I if I need to look at their card, if it's like a game-changing thing, I'll look back to their card. But I keep my, I'm, I'm pretty kept up with what most figures do, so generally I don't need to look at the back of their cards. But if someone needs to, I don't really care if they do, you know. Um, um, Edison I personally don't care. I really don't care, to be honest. I, I don't... I think it's good for some people, like like it says in the comments, someone has dyslexic, or dy- dyslexic. They have dyslexia, so it's easier to... I guess it helps them out that way. Or other things, but I, I don't... I can see why people don't like it, don't get me wrong, but me personally, I've never really cared if it's they can do or if they can't. Edison came up with a good uh, point in chat. It it prevents short clicking, which is a thing in clicks. But yeah, that's true. So that like, take five damage. Okay, one, two, three, and then they pretend to click in a fourth one because they know they're going to die. Short oh. clicking. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. He should be on click seven, not click uh, six. So that is a positive of it. Um, mm-hmm. Kane, do you like having people be able to look at the back of your card? No. Um, I like that they're on. The, <laughs> I like that they're on the back. And I say mark? it that way because of this. Yeah, no, I say it that way because of this, right? Like Austin Dan, like wonderful points. Like I'm right there with you. I, I don't really care if someone can see the back of my car. My, uh, but I, I like the competitive rant, um, unknowing, unknowingly edge that it brings to the game. Right? You don't know what you're. I remember sitting across a figure and being like, man. Is it five hits? Is it five clicks or four clicks till it dies? Ah, oh, I can't remember. Uh, let's roll the dice. You know what I mean? Like it's that type of thing that that brings that element to the game. Not knowing it's I more strategy. Able, that I, way. Yeah, exactly. More strategy. I love because I don't know this game. I don't memorize every figure, so I love being able to look at my card. Be like, oh no, I'm okay. Oh, I'm all right. Oh, you can do that. <laughs> if I can look at my own, cool. But then I'm like, oh, I'm all right. And my guy goes, the my, my opponent goes, oh, yeah, he, he thinks he's safe, but I deal seven damage if I do this. So he thinks he's fine. So it adds that, again, that competitive strategy to it um, that I, I enjoy. Uh, maybe maybe get some type of format thing. I don't know. But, like, being able to not know what my opponent's figures um when they die, right? Or when they go away. I try not to use die, but... I think, yeah, I think my, so my, my only gripe with the looking to back the cards is when you hand them their card 
and then they, they say they're done with it, and then they ask for it back immediately. Come on, <laughs> yes. man. I, I'm lazy. <laughs> Why are you keep making me do this? Come on, man. Uh, you know what's I'm funny? Because you, have, you have your cards, at least me, all neatly arranged, like, in front of yeah, you. Yeah. And they're like, the let me see it. So, okay, there. give it to them, and all your cards are messed up again, and they give it back to you. Okay, you, you, hey, let me see it one more time. Fine, yeah. here you go. <laughs> it's like, all right. Man. <laughs> this ain't going to be the most appealing for audio listeners, but this that, I'm that guy. This is what I do. Look, let me see your card. Okay. Oh, hold on. Let me see your card one more time. Okay. Let, yeah, let, let me double like, check that's that. Real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm that guy. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm the problem in the community, but I'm that guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I got to address uh, Peter Marshfield, uh, what he says, especially when you can use point value to determine how many clicks the character might have. I think the port formula right, port point formula right now is off. Because we have seventy-five point comments that have ten clicks. Yeah, yeah. 50 they may they, they may not they may not have as much a lot of powers, but you're going to be sitting there wailing on them, action after action. The next thing you know, they're on click ten. And you're like, how is this thing not dead? You know, like what 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 the heck is this? So sometimes and, you can use the point formula. Sometimes you can't. And right now, again, it is new player friendly. I wouldn't want it to change right now. I do love I and I'm I don't look at other people's cards because I do love that competitive edge. If you're not that person, you if you're that person, you don't have to look at your opponent's cards. You don't. If you want that competitive edge, don't look. It is public information that doesn't mean you have to look at it. Um nice. but I, I do enjoy it for new players. Like it is super oh I don't know what that guy does. Let me see. Oh he's this long and he's this many points like they're in the, oh they got these team ability because sometimes you don't want to pick up the figure and look at it, right? Like I get it, and again, I do enjoy that it's new player friendly. So, um, yeah. So, I guess going on to the next subject is kind of like that. What looking at the back of dials has impacted is turn or um, turn time. So, a lot of people mentioned in the chat was turn time limits because nowadays a lot of competitive tournaments or games are three or four turns, which it used to not be that way. And part of that is, okay, let me check your dial. Okay, wasting time, wasting time, because I know time limit's coming up. Okay, so I need three more. Oh, let me check. So you got impervious on that one, so I didn't mean, like, talking out loud. So it does affect the turn limit thing. I don't know if you could ever implement a turn time limit, like five minutes a turn or something like that, because there are such complex teams out there. Yeah, give, it, give, give it a chess clock. You know what I mean? Pass. I've thought about dang, that, pass. but like, what's the penalty? I mean, is it just your turns over? Like, what Game if you're? Was. What if you're? I, I don't think. I don't think we should implement a time clock. I think is that if you are still waiting on that one person to make the same action they were doing five minutes ago, then bring it up. Unless they are legitimately like like asking. Like, I guess if they're not legitimately doing anything for the five ten minutes during that action that they think they're going to do. Then you just need to let a judge know, and the judge will like tell them, "Hey, you have to do something now," or. If you do it again, then something happens. You know, they, they they lose points or something like that. I don't know, but I feel like it's you need to keep keep track of it too as well. And one, it's, it's going to affect your turn and your game time as well. So it's also on you to help call it out, especially when, um, like I know that part of the rule is you are able to, it's like wear a watch or keep time or something like that. So when you're doing a competitive match, it's always between forty five and fifty five minutes. So like when I was playing in Worlds. Uh, it was coming up on last action, and the the time must have been like forty five minutes for the uh, the game. 
And the guy called last action, and my opponent goes, wait a minute, I only have 43 minutes. Like, I don't agree with the timekeeping aspect of it either. What, but when I think the judge should be the only one to keep track of time. But you can't really enforce that on no, you can't online. Okay. In person, yeah. you can. You can say you know no no watches, no phones, no stuff like that. Um, and that's why they put that ten minute buffer because you don't quite know when. But a lot of turns nowadays are ten minute turns. Yeah. So like when and that's it get, fair, but the, but they're actively doing something in that. If they're minutes. actively doing like they're talking yeah. it out. And stuff like that, um, but time is a really touchy subject, especially in competitive. Yeah, especially especially when and I'm guilty of this too. Ryan Redman, who plays against me all the time, at our is the takebacks. You know, you set up this yeah. site and everything. Oh, okay, I'm going to shoot him now because you just put in like f- five people in the position. Oh, they have stealth. Oh, okay, let me move everybody back here. Blah blah blah, stuff like that. And then you're wasting more wow. time doing that. That you shouldn't do. We call, <laughs> Especially we call, in competitive match. We call that pulling a Mac because I do that all the time. But that's casual. It's not competitive. Competitive-wise, I just keep yeah. my fingers out there. But if we're having fun and we're just playing a casual game, I don't mind doing that. Or I, um, I'll bring it back. As long as the other player agrees with me. But, yeah, time. I, I don't like yeah, the fact that competitive hero clicks is only three or four turns now because figures like God Thor, Mission Points, Really, none of those are relevant because mission points is another mechanic. Because yeah. um, the games just aren't long enough. Like I said, we played we, a couple, like a month or so ago. We played a thousand point battle, and my God oh, Thor didn't get one cosmic token. Yeah, and we and we talk about how increasing the points in a game, how that could affect the game. Like we can't. That never can be that realistic. It can't be an option unless you increase the play clock. Yeah, it's just because the game already is just not there. I personally love high point golden age games because I, I oh me too. But I love to play. But I do think put people on, definitely they take it way too seriously too. And well, put it on a forty five minute clock is yeah tough. Uh, Peter Marshall makes another great point. The player that is ahead on points but tries to stall for the win that's a problem, which happens. You know, you that's, know. You know you're ahead Toxic. of points, and the person that you're playing against has nobody with tokens on them. You know they're going to kill something on your team, but then you also know clock is coming soon. So you're just you know talking things out loud. Okay, well, I could sidestep over here. Um, I could attack him, but I'm not really going to do much. I can't kill him. And you, like, you're just waiting for last action to be called. Yeah. Um, isn't it in magic? You, when time is called, you both get one more turn. Uh, I think it's the same where it's based on who went first. Yeah. In mo- in in most TCGs, I think Yu-Gi-Oh does this thing too. They start zero, one, two, three. I think it's. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. The they, they have the die. They have the die. Yeah. To keep track. No, you're right. You're right. Yep. Yeah, that, that is yep. how. It once is. the time is, so I think Magic does it too. But I'm. I'm whoever's not sure. turn is on, it starts on the three, and then once turn passes, zero. it goes down to two, yep. one, and then. Yeah, uh, I don't know. If yeah, that's they, something they do that, yeah. that could be implemented in the hero clicks where there is. There isn't a last action it should. called. Like, okay, um, that was your last action. I get one last action or something like that. I think that would completely change the game. I also think last action kind of sucks, in my opinion. I, I love last turn more than anything. Yeah, most places I do play, uh, even Majestic does the last turns. Like, if you yeah. if you were the first, if the first player was called, it was their turn during last round, the second the player still round. gets their extra yeah. turn. 
See, I, I like that. So, like, if I went I think first, that, and, that, that's that's perfect. If I if I, if you and me are playing and I go first and last action is called, I finish my turn and then you still get your turn, Austin. That's how it works. Yeah. So I say, yeah, that's I, how. It I, I so, like, if you and me are no, playing, no, no, I, yes, that's how it used to work. So you yes, and me are playing. You're second player. I'm first player. It's my turn. Last action is call. I finished my turn, but then you still get to finish your last turn. Yes, I like that. Once, once I'm done, that it just that, that because just then it game. prevents the turtling. We'll call it from. I know that if you get yeah. another turn, I'm going to lose because you have a full cleared team, and I really can't do anything to gain any more points on my turn. Yes, yeah. I do like that. I mean, and- yeah, it, it would be, and if you do the zero, one, two, three, that's a, it's the same thing. Um, it just gives. I think it would take the longer, second player uh, unless you limit. It would take actions, longer, hundred percent. Unless you limited actions during those die the die turns, then like like one action. You get well, one I would even say like die turn half. Well, I the, think half the point build. So if it's three hundred points, or not like I guess that'd be kind of different. But like I think of like a te- uh, an action that can last fifteen minutes, like a Batman or a Jason or something like that. When it's like, yeah. okay, we got to finish this round so we can do pairings and get on to the next one. That's the only kind of problem that I can see happening. Or but just yeah, say Marshfield, Marshfield did make Peter Marshfield make a good point as well. TCGs are best of three, so yes. that's also a thing to consider as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are, is Pokemon best of three? Is I don't it? know. No, I, I don't like Pokemon because it goes to prize cards or the. Yeah, I know those. Digimon is but, best but of three. Yu Gi Oh, um, Magic, and other games similar to those do do best of three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And again, and then they, and I'm oh, sorry, I kind of got triggered just now. <laughs> but <laughs> like, well, why, why are we coming up with these resolutions? You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. It's good. the game's got to be. Well, better. and no game's perfect. Uh, I'm sure people complain right. about mechanics of Pokemon and everything else. I mean, these are just 100%. suggestions. Um, yeah. we're having the conversation, right? And I, and I get that. Yeah. I just, I I just want WizKids to be better. <laughs> then I want our community to be better. And I feel like if the community gets better first, then WizKids can act. Up, and act up, like, right? let's there's. Some people don't like turtling, and I think there's a certain aspect of turtling. So, like, let's say um, I'm up in points. I have a figure that I can't damage you. It's okay to run away. That's not considered turtling. By not attacking but still doing an action. So, like, let's say I'm just – well, not even wasting time, but, like – At least you're doing something. Figuring it out. Yeah, like – Doing my action so that you can't attack me while I'm still moving and out of the way, I don't consider that turtling. Mm. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I don't know the right word I'm trying to think of, but I am strategically retreating. I'm strategically (laughs) retreating so you can't hit me and gain any more points because I know if you hit me, I'm dead. But I know if you can't hit me, I'm going to win the game. But and, I'm, and I'm not sitting fine. there going. I'm not sitting there for five minutes. Yes, you know, planning my route out. Like, okay, it's not that hard to know in a few minutes right. where to go to not get hit by somebody. And again, we I don't we don't know how to implement this stuff. This is just prob or things we're talking about. Like, hey, we'd have to figure this out as a community, not just four guys on podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Um, is there anything? I also um, I do want to. I do think people need to stop uh, complaining about. Uh, I say this as a huge DC fan. Don't get me wrong, love DC, but people need to stop complaining about the more DC sets because if you guys understood how the difference between DC markets their stuff compared to Marvel, you would understand why there's not as much DC sets. Yeah. So I don't. I don't think I should go into depth there, but you should look into it before you complain about it. Because I personally like the way DC does it because it gives their their creators more 
for what they're doing compared to what Marvel's doing. So yeah, Marvel doesn't Marvel doesn't pay as well for the like for the the creative uh, element that their artists are bringing in. Yeah, so um, I'm pretty that, sure. For, I guess I'll go into depth with it now. Wizkids pays a set price for an entire Marvel set, whereas Wizkids has to pay for each individual license for DC. So and that, that way, the, the creators are getting more for what they're actually creating. Yep. So that is why DC doesn't get as much sets, which is fine because DC deserves it. They're just as good as Marvel. And, or and the other thing is, DC is kind of up in the air right now with um, Warner Brothers and all the shifting that's been going on with yeah. in that with the buyout and everything. So there's like there's multiple things that are happening. Is it does it not does it suck that we can't or that we haven't gotten as many DC sets? Yes, but it's like there's a lot of other like external things that are going on. Yeah, well, same thing with People keep asking for WWE Wave Two. I mean, Yu Gi Oh was the same thing. The, the licensing Konami pulled the licensing. Yeah. So well, it, that, it, it's a compl- it's a complaint versus an opinion, right? Yeah, that's true. It's that's a negativity true. versus an, a positivity, right? Oh man, they need to do more more DC sets. Why are they doing do more? Or versus, man, I love DC sets so much. I would wish they they put more DC sets out. Yeah, negativity versus positivity. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but I, 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 I get a, mecha- a lot more behind the, the side, right? Because I would love I more DC sets, but I understand why there's not, so I'm not going to. Right. And, and, but you've done the research. Not a lot of yeah. people do that. But again, that if you're not going to do the research, try to be positive instead of negative. Otherwise, yeah. do the research. Then you could talk your smack. But even then. <laughs> um, are there any other sensitive HeroClick subjects anyone wants to tackle? Man, we, we talked about um, secondhand market. Right, we've talked Beta about. Wins, oh man, we market. haven't. Good. We haven't talked about uh, breaking street date, we, but that's a that's a different beast. Yeah, but that's I kind just, of that falls that, under the same. I mean, thing. unfortunately, that's a store thing. That I mean, I get it that LGAs are hurt. Our LGSs are hurting right now. They want to get the money when they can, but yeah, I don't yeah. like the fact that some sell a week beforehand. Like, um, I don't think any stores that I've ever done, have been to have done it, but like when someone's at a pre-release and someone's like, hey, I'll buy a case from you if you have it as a store, you're like, uh, I really shouldn't, but I need to move this product. Yeah, do you as lose two to three hundred dollars? Yeah. Because then they're just going to find somebody else who will. Yeah. So, unfortunately, 100%. breaking I don't like breaking street bait. I always have a problem when I see somebody. Like, I, I never understood it. Um, How, I, that's not the wrong wording I'm trying to say, but like, when a pre-release happens three weeks before a set release and someone is selling every single figure in the set, I'm like, how the hell did you get every single figure? Like that just, it doesn't seem fair. I don't like that. Um, you do what you got to do, but it could, and we didn't even talk about pre-release prices. They're trying to get those pre-release prices, which are insane because, well, not not only that, they usually push the price even further because it's, uh, it's it's pre-release. Yep. It was it's 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 past that because it's, it's even better than pre-release. You're getting it, you know. Um, if they broke street date type thing, it's better. I guess, or especially if, well, I guess it's more. Yeah, it's pre-release price, but I feel like they always push it a little bit. They push it as to the limit as they can get it. And it doesn't. So, you're like, the lottery winner. Well, and it doesn't make sense to me because you can't even play it. Like it's not tournament legal for anything because it's not even tournament legal till two weeks after the set's released. So, but. It's part of it of that mentality is, but I got it. I, you don't. Yeah, exactly. I, it, I have don't. it. You don't. <laughs> and you want to it's show the negativity. Up. Yep. Yeah. It, it's, it's a, a nanana boo. We've talked about already. Yep. Nanana boo boo. Mm-hmm. I have it. You don't. 
be better, everybody. That's all we say. Just um, be better. Just be better. So Learn from your mistakes. Learn from others. Peter Marshfell says, uh, what do you guys think about reducing the number of sets per year? I want that. My bank account can't handle these back-to-back-to-back-to-back sets. Like, Empire and War of the Realms came way too quick after one another. But then, like, we were waiting forever for Empire to happen. And we were all getting antsy, like, where's our new set? Where's our new set? So I would prefer, I would say, three sets a year, regardless if they're DC or Marvel, you know, every four months. Because a lot of these sets don't have their time to shine. Because, like, I think a lot of people are already just kind of over Empire. Like, there's always that meme of the guy walking with his girlfriend, and there's a girl walking by, (laughs) and it's the newest set. And it's him, and then the girl next to him is the previous set. That's what it is. Is okay. That's the new hotness. I don't care about the old the old stuff. Um. Yeah. So, but I would much prefer three sets a year, regardless if it's DC or Marvel. I think because then it'll put more thought the into the figures. Big sets, yeah. So I think the Where's three big sets, but mm-hmm. we need more gravity feeds in between. Yes, I agree. We need with that. more smaller sets based on. Like just or, small yeah. specific storylines or themes in between each set, and it's Marvel not, or DC or whatever licensing they have. And it's I not see. like they can't do that. I mean, I know they're making the entire Disney series into one, but I mean, we never got an end game to Gravity Feed. We that never, would be huge. I, that would I, be I huge. Survive. We we're not a, we're not getting a, a No Way Home Gravity Feed again. So, would sell out I, in a heartbeat. <sighs> Hundred uh, so percent. Because my, my ahead, thing too is that if you yeah, read the solicit for Disney Plus, there might there might be some stuff snuck in there that you know um, you're not you weren't expecting. I guess is the best way to put it. When I first the, got into this game, the chase I got into. I, I'll finish this real quick. I, uh, when I got into this game, I got the Infinity War set or Infinity it was Infinity War right or Infinity Saga. Whatever with the group with the cosmic group. Oh, Avengers Anyways, Infinity. Avengers Infinity, right? That was when event uh, one the Infinity War was coming out, and I thought me the yeah. dumb dumb I was, I thought it was the Infinity War set. So I was like, oh, let's go get it, let's go get it, and it wasn't right. But that got me going. Oh, if it's coming from the movie, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna get into this game. Let's figure this out. You give me Captain America Winter Soldier set, you got me there all day. You know what I mean? Obviously, that set was what it was, but. That's that appeal, and it, that's what I'm kind of talking about. This whole podcast is if you can make the game as kind of good as it is now, or appealing, uh, maybe tweak it a little bit so it's more you know uh, uh, um, new new player um, welcoming or new player friendly. Then you can get these, like you said, No Way Home, Etern- uh, not Eternals because that was garbage. Logan, um, <laughs> like Logan would have yeah, been a cool set. L- Logan would have been awesome. But yeah, give me all that stuff. Give me these movies that, and then you can start hitting these mainstream audience. Oh hey, and then you can do advertisements if you ever get there. It's the money, but like whatever. Like hey, this movie now you can play this game with this figure. Like just, they would sell all day. But hey, here, and here was kids free free ideas. And know. I don't know how licensings <laughs> work with that kind of stuff. Like could they? And do, that's what it comes down. Could to. they do a TV Flash set, a TV Supergirl set, a TV Legends of Tomorrow set, stuff like our um, Shield. Uh, Agents of Shield. I don't know what the licensing is with that kind of stuff. If that's even possible, 
Speak, speaking of licensing, and I don't know how much we left on this. And <laughs> Miles Kane, Peacemaker, Gravity Feet. I mean, come on. Oh, give it to me. Suicide give me Squad 2, Gravity Feet. I mean, come <laughs> on. Like it, it, The Gravity Feeds are out there. They're there. I think They'll sell also themselves. it's just there's so many of those shows yeah. and movies out there, they couldn't keep up, and it's like, which ones do we do? And you, I don't know. Well, like I said, I still, I still want to do a How Was It Made Heroclix edition. Like, what is it oh, from start to finish... The process of making a hero click set i really want to yeah. know like it'd, it'd be interesting to go okay this set needs to come out here like war of the realms i think i'm going to be part of the complaint part and dan you can join on this too like war of the realms all right <laughs> very cool storyline let's only add 10 figures from that storyline and the other 56 this. have nothing to do with that storyline like what was the pitch meeting like calder said for that War of the Realms set. I don't under. I mean, I don't. I haven't read the War of the Realms set, but I know Dan was super excited for it. And when the, they missed a lot of marks. Yeah, when the set list came out for it, it's like, okay, why did they call this War of the Realms? Like, there was no reason. To call and and it if War you the Realms. and it if was, you're gonna go to comic book or if you're gonna make things up, commit to it, right? Like, like you're saying exactly. Make the whole set that way, or don't. Like, just commit to it. Um, but real quick to, on licensing things, like um, to kind of edge us towards the end of the podcast here. Uh, <laughs> completely not Heroclix related, but licensing related, Smash Brothers will no longer be in the Evo tournaments. And that that is kind of once you can do the research on that as you you do the research as you want, but that is kind of the trickiness uh, about these licensing things. And I understand that we don't see it, right? We understand it's there, but WizKids might have a li- licensing problem. But uh, again, figure it out. That's no excuse to make this what it is. Um, just be better. But yeah, I know licenses can be super tricky. Yeah, super tricky. Um, well, I think that's going to be a good place to end for our podcast. I, 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 I do want to say one last thing. I <laughs> this is kind of my outro here. When I say be better, everyone, that is not to say you are a bad person. Even if you are a bad person, I'm not talking bad about you. I'm saying everyone has room for improvement. No one's perfect. Be better. Be the person you want to be, and be the person that you ins- you want to inspire to be. You know what I mean? Just be better. That's it. So that's all I gotta say. Yep. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for joining. For those who did on Facebook, uh, we and applaud touched- to everybody. <laughs> we, t- this we touched a lot of sensitive subjects. Hopefully, we didn't piss off yes. too many people. And hopefully, like Kane said, um, if you are a mean person, now you're a better person. But um, yeah, we're just we're we want to make this community inviting to new players and keeping the current players. We don't want this to be a yacht club where we are just in our own ways and we want to keep the outside world away. We are the life force of this game, and once we die, this game dies. Uh, this isn't a very user f- or a newer player friendly, especially for kids. When I first started this game, you know, it was eight bucks a booster and kids could play it was it was easy math it wasn't complicated now with disney plus coming out we're at 18 bucks a booster and this is nowhere near kid friendly unless you're an isaac prodigy kid um but i um, started with boosters for 13 dollars in superman yeah oh yeah yeah. mine were like 11 yeah 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 but uh, that is going to be our podcast. Thanks for joining us. If you want to become part of the Patreon, head on to patreon.com. Just clicking it. And like I said, if we can meet our goal of $200 for the month of March, which is my birthday month, 
we I will be adding an old man Logan into the prize pool for the Patreon and hit up Glass Cabinet Hobbies if you want to get on any products. I don't think he's doing any more case breaks. I think that time has passed. But if you do buy something, he's got comic books and other stuff on there. But if you use code ClixingIt, oh, yeah. C-L-I-X-I-N-I-T, get 5% off your order. So we didn't get the chance to make Trash Can Spidey meta today, Austin. But we'll save that for next week. I'll invite you back next week. Uh, we were talking, Austin, I mean, we never thought Trash Can Spidey had his time to shine. But we'll make him shine next week. Um, oh, I'll make him shine. I've been oh. thinking about that. <laughs> also, Bradcast is having his tournament coming up, the 3v3. Yes. Miles, Austin, and Dan are going to be competing in that. Dan just has to figure out what he wants to play. And then I think you guys have until Friday to get your teams in for that. So um, let me know what you guys decide for teams, and then let me know your schedule for your games, and I'll try to stream some of those as well, because I don't think I have anything going on. Oh, wait, no, that's this weekend, right? The wife works, so I'm sure I can have the Say, kids. There's a reason why you couldn't. That's, there was a reason why I couldn't. Is it this weekend? I thought it was I next weekend. I thought it was uh, this I'll, We'll look on the Facebook. Okay. Uh, actually, I can just check real quick on my calendar if my wife works on Saturday, then I know it is this well, weekend. The, li- the live chat might get us on this one. <laughs> yeah, yes, it is this weekend. Too. Yep, it okay. is. Yep. Um, so, um, again, we're in it for fun. I don't think we're playing any highly competitive meta teams. I think, Austin, you're playing Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah, I, I haven't played testing it. It's yeah. not failed me Have yet, fun. so it's... Have fun. Uh, Miles is I- I'm playing... I'm it. It's a lot of fun. X-Men, I think, Miles is playing. I know Miles is in the yeah, uh, chat right now. Yeah. Um, or it was Avengers. It was one of those. No, he switched to X-Men. Okay. Yeah, because he playtested me and swamped my butt, and I like his team a lot, and then just Dan <laughs> has to figure out what he wants to play. But, yeah, uh, we'll see how we do. A lot of Phoenix Nets teams in that one. Um, but, yeah, I'm rambling too much here, but that's going to be our podcast. Uh, thanks again for joining us in the Facebook Live. If you like this, doing facebook live let us know we'll do it some more it just i i like um talking with the community more doing podcasts and stuff like that as well as putting it up on Podbeam and every other thing every other um podcast as well so thanks again guys make sure you guys are staying safe out there and as always keep clicking it <laughs>